This message comes from sponsor Constant Contact, helping small businesses and nonprofits stay connected with customers, grow their audience, and do more business. With email marketing, list growth tools, automation, contact management, social ads, and more, Constant Contact helps small businesses and nonprofits reach their goals faster. An easy-to-use interface and thousands of integrations deliver big marketing results. Start your free trial at ConstantContact.com. Has anybody noticed that the uh, COVID narrative is beginning to kind of collapse and and because of Omicron is beginning to also fall apart? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Just in the past, oh, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours, I've read a couple of stories that that are beginning to show how the COVID narrative is collapsing because of because of Omicron. A couple of days ago, Dr. Fauci was saying maybe domestic travelers should should be vaccinated, and now he's backing off saying, well, maybe not so. Then I read a story about Ronald Klain. He is the uh, chief of staff at the Biden White House back in, the, I think it was in December of last year. He was talking about how the federal government can fix the whole COVID problem. And he knew just the guy that could do it starting on on uh, January 20th of uh, 2021. And now that same administration is saying, you know, the federal government can't fix this. We're going to toss it. We're going to toss it back to the states. <laughs> yeah, I guess they can't fix it. And, and then we, we see a story that came out of, out of Denmark. Now, this one is fascinating because, see... The Omicron variant is just working its way globally. Came out of South Africa. And, and really, it's probably one of millions of similar variations that are out there. There have been more than just 22 or so, whatever the number is, of variants that they claim. See, they had 50,000 new cases in Denmark. And normally, after about a week and a half, you start seeing a big surge of hospital cases. Well... Their big surge was a total of 50 out of 50,000. And only five of those hospitalizations were in the ICU. The other 45 were in there for something else. And they just happened to test positive uh, for COVID. Uh, There's something happening with this narrative. Also, we now see out of Israel and other places that you are four and a half times more likely to come down with the Omicron variant if you are triple vaccinated uh, compared to if you never were vaccinated at all. And, and and if you've had any of the variants of COVID prior, your odds are virtually zero. So the entire narrative is just falling apart at the seams. I'm going to be doing some more investigation and I'll get back into that story tomorrow. But it is fascinating to see how this Omicron variant may be a gift from God <laughs> because it is very contagious, but many people barely have any symptoms. It's being compared to, instead of Omicron, or Omicron uh, it's being called Omicold. And uh, that's about what it's boiling down to. Today in the program, I have Jim Calhoun. He's going to be sharing some thoughts about when you try to help people and give them information and factual knowledge, sometimes enough becomes enough when they don't want to listen. How do you know when it's time to kick off the dust from your shoes and move on? So without any further delay, here's Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. And as usual, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. I enjoy helping Bob because Bob's a busy man. He's getting a lot done for his ministry, and he's getting a lot done for his radio programs. And it's an exciting time for Tooth to Ponder and a very exciting time for Bob Bierman. And Bob Bierman was supposed to be retired, but I think he's having a lot of fun putting this transmitter together because it takes him back to his one of his first loves, and that's just working on electronics. And let me tell you, he's good at it. And so we're on the verge of having a brand new transmitter go up, and I'm real excited about it. So keep tuning in to Truth to Ponder for updates on how the transmitter's coming and when it's going to be up and operational.
Well, we survived 2020. We survived 2021. And now we have to survive 2022. Can we do it? You bet we can. But I think 2022 is going to be very interesting. Lots of people think it's going to be really rough. And I have to say, me included. But I also know that God is moving. The Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit is touching lots of people. And so I don't look at 2022 as a doom and gloom year, but I do look at it as a make or break year. And so I think for most of the countries in the world, 2022 will determine really the fate of the government system they use and the fate of their whole society, I think will be determined a lot in 2022. So I think we need to all pay attention to all the events worldwide. And I think you should pay attention to what's happening in your own neighborhood. I think that we're living in a time where the situation could change rapidly. And so always be on your toes. One thing that is really being shown to me is the fact that the people who are wide awake to all the tyranny and the death jab clot shot things that they call vaccines, the people that can see all the deception and the lies, and the people that know that the media is walking in lockstep and they don't have your best interest at heart, there's a whole group of people that see that. And it's becoming very evident to me that there's a whole group of people that will never see that. Now, whether they don't want to see it or they've had their mind clouded or they're brainwashed, I don't know. But there are people that absolutely don't think there's anything wrong in the entire world. And I mean, there's lots of them. There's people, if you went up and said, you know, there's people getting sick and they're also dying from taking these vaccines, they'd say, that's disinformation. And if you gave them the proof and the statistics and videos of different doctors and scientists and who are very well respected are coming out against the vaccine. There's been lots of things happening that point to the vaccine as being the new Omicron virus. It's the vaccine, folks. All of this COVID-19 is a huge hoax. Yes, there's a virus out there. That's not a hoax. But the pandemic part of it is totally a hoax. And there are people that will never see that. I see people driving around in their cars in the middle of nowhere wearing masks that don't work. If these people haven't figured out by now that they've been scammed, they never will. And so I was thinking about these people and trying to find out ways to reach them. And then a thought occurred to me, and the analogy is not pleasant, I'll admit that. But if you have somebody that, let's say they have a, a heart attack, and you try to revive them, there has to be a time when the people that are trying to revive this person have to know that they failed. They have to know that this person has to be let go, that it was this person's time. And so they have to stop the heart massage. They have to stop the, they have to stop using the paddles. They have to stop artificial respiration. They have to stop it all because the person is no longer alive. And that's really hard to do. It's really hard for anybody who is trying to save a life to admit that they didn't get the job done. That person is dead. I feel the same way right now for all the people that I call COVIDians. I've tried really hard to lovingly inform people that all they have to do is open their eyes and they'll see. Open up their ears and they'll hear. And they do neither. They don't want to. And there has to be a time where me personally, where I have to let these people go. I'm not saying they're dead, but I'm saying that as far as intellectually, they're not going to change. They're set in stone. There's nothing I can do about it. So I think it's really a healthy thing if in 2022, we all realize that we're not going to save the world. 
We can tell them about Jesus. We can tell them about the love of God. We can tell them about all the things that we need to tell them to wake them up. We have to have a point where we just have to not give up and go away. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying realize that there's other people out there that we may be able to help, but the ones that we cannot help, and you've already tried once, twice, three times or more, and you get the same blank stare, or you get the same media talking points thrown at you that the media always walks in lockstep, there's got to be a time where you just say, well, have a nice day, and I wish you very well, my friend. And then move on to the next person. Because time is growing very short. And if we're going to wake people up, we can't waste our time on people that have no intention of letting us wake them up. I think that we just have to know when it's time to move on. And with most of the people that I've been talking to for months, matter of fact, a year and a half, several of them, I've made up my mind that while I'm talking to them, there are others out there that I can reach. And so I'm going to concentrate on the others. It's not that I don't love these people. It's not that I don't care. But we're in a situation right now that we don't have a year or two or three to have these people finally see the light. The Bible's very clear that there are people that are going to stay asleep and deluded. And the Bible talks about the sheep and the goats. And I think we have to know when we're talking to a goat. Now, I'm not trying to be derogatory, but that's just the way I feel about it. Because what it boils down to with not only us, but the people that we're trying to inform and trying to wake up is that we have a choice. Are we going to obey God or are we going to obey the tyrants who are satanic? We can't obey both of them because they don't line up. So you have to consider if you obey God and let's say simply awful things happen to you because you stand up for God and you will not deny Jesus, but yet you may have your finances cut off. You may have your churches all shut down. You may have all sorts of persecution. But if you simply obeyed the tyrants who are satanic, well, then you can go to the grocery store. You go to the ball game. Wow, what a life. So you have to make up your mind. Are you going to obey God under all circumstances, or are you going to obey the tyrants? Now me, I'm going to obey God. because. What simple pleasures that this planet has is nothing compared to being in the presence of Jesus and nothing compared with the eternal life with God's blessing. There's nothing that can compare. And when some of these people think they're so smart because they obeyed the tyrants and so they can go to the ball game or the concert, I don't think they're forward thinking enough to consider that they're headed towards damnation. Because if you will not obey God, then you are going to be damned. And it's very sad there are people that are so short-sighted that they think that they go out and get the COVID-19 clot shot death jab so they can go see a concert. That is so short-sighted. Because people are dying, and many people are getting injured, from this so-called vaccine that's being pushed. And so you want to go hear somebody play guitar or hear someone sing or watch a ball game. And that's worth risking your life over. That's worth obeying the tyrants. That's worth giving in to all the satanic things that are happening. You see, if we're dealing with people like that, then I'm not saying it's hopeless from our vantage point because we're not hopeless, because we have Jesus. But if these people will not accept Jesus, and if they won't accept the word of God, and if their eyes have been closed and their ears have been closed, then we simply move on. But for me, I'm going to obey God because I know that God is righteous. 
God is just. Do you think there's any true righteousness in this world that's worldly? Do you think there's any true justice in this world? Now, this is just my opinion, but I think the Supreme Court of the United States, with the exception of one or two of the justices, is corrupt. I think they're bought. They'd almost have to be, in my estimation, for them accepting some cases and denying to even hear others. And then some of their rulings just make no sense. And lest we forget, it is that organization that brought us this massive murdering of the unborn. There's no justice in our Justice Department. And you can say the same for every country in the world. In my opinion, what's happening in Canada is just criminal. Justin Trudeau is just an evil little tyrant. He's a creep. And I've seen a video of several people standing up to him and calling him what he is, and that's a traitor to Canada. I just hope and pray that the Canadians all resist this tyrant. And I hope they obey God. In the same way with Joe Biden, who is illegitimate. He was never elected. Every day there's new evidence that comes out that the 2020 election was absolutely stolen. And also, every day there's evidence that comes out that even though I voted for Donald Trump, and I've supported him, but the way he's pushing the vaccines and trying to take credit for it is like trying to take credit for someone who's pulled a trigger on a gun because these vaccines are killing people. And I think he's a smart enough man to know this. And so I don't know what's going on. So all I can say is I smell a rat. I think that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party in the United States are one and the same. I think in the smoke-filled back rooms, they make all their deals. And all these people go into government as quote-unquote public servants. And they retire as multimillionaires. You've got to understand there's lots wrong with that picture. And so what I was getting at is there's no justice. And the tyrants, they're not just people. You're not going to get justice from the tyrants. And they're not righteous. And what they stand for is not pure. It's not good. And God is pure. God is good. And God loves us. God created us. And so I, for one, am going to obey God. And I'm going to disobey the tyrants. Now, will it cost me something someday? Will it cost me some money? Or will it cost me maybe some jail time? Worse? Maybe so. But I've never been more comfortable with the decision in my life as the decision I've made to fight tyranny at all costs. Now, I know right now independent broadcasters are being targeted by not only not only the government, but also these hired thugs that they call fact-checkers and these people who sit in their mom's basement in their underwear all day have nothing better to do than to harass independent broadcasters and to spy on them and try to find something that they can turn into the tyrants. There's lots of people who are on the side of evil, the satanic people, that would like nothing better than to take people like me and dispose of me, because they don't like what I say. As a matter of fact, every time that I'm on any show, it can't get on YouTube, because they say that I'm spreading vaccine disinformation. We got to ask ourselves, what has this world come to? Even if I was spreading disinformation, which I'm not, but let's say I was, don't I have the right to make a fool out of myself? Yeah. Traditionally, people have always had the right to make a fool out of themselves. The old saying is, you give person enough rope and then they hang themselves. And that's been true for centuries. So, if I'm saying things that are wrong, it would be very easy to refute what I'm saying. You could do it with facts. You could do it with truth and honesty. But the real truth is, is that the medical tyrants, 
And the whole medical profession, who I think is, as a profession, is corrupt. Now, there's some good doctors out there, and there's some very great scientists, but they're few and far between, because the ones that know what's really going on, they've been bought off, or they're controlled, or they're scared for their life, so they're not speaking out. And in my opinion, that makes them accessories to the crime. And getting back to my point, which is you have to decide to obey God or obey the tyrants, is the fact that you may be persecuted for standing up for God. But you have to make up your mind to do that. And I think the year 2022 is pivotal. So if you're on the fence, you better get off the fence and get on the right side of the fence and go with God. Because if you decide to sit on the fence, then you're not with God. You may not be with the tyrants, but you will not be with God if you're on the fence. It boils down to this. You are either for God or you are not for God. You are either a sheep or you're a goat. But I think most people have made up their mind. And the ones that have made up their mind to just sit on the fence and watch and see what happens, they're the ones that are going to get run over first. And I feel sorry for them. But I've decided that trying to wake up these people who want to be on the fence is a waste of time. And so if you're listening to this episode of Truth to Ponder and you're on the fence, I'm going to ask you, please get off the fence, get organized in a church, in a prayer group, anything, but organize on the right side. Choose to obey God. There's a lot of people out there that are saying that the mark of the beast is happening right now. And a company has come out with some microchips that they're touting as being the most wonderful thing ever, as you can get a chip in your hand and it'll be a security chip you can open secure doors with, or you can pay for items with just scanning your hand. And I've watched videos that were put out by the company that invented these chips, touting all the benefits. This just may end up being part of the mark of the beast. It might even be the mark of the beast. These people that say that it is might be correct. I'm not going to tell them they're not correct. It's just I haven't felt it in my heart that they are yet. <clears throat> and so I would recommend that nobody gets microchipped. I know that God has to shock me into action sometimes. And he knows how to reach me. And so far on this microchip thing, I'm not quite sure. But I know that we all need to decide not to get it. If you want to side with God, I would not get the microchip because it might lead into the mark of the beast. And if you willingly accept that, you have to consider the consequences. Because I think that we're seeing the wrath of Satan right now. But the wrath of Satan is nothing compared to the wrath of God. We've been sold that Jesus was meek and mild and that God just loves us, which God does love us. But we should still fear God. You can know that he loves you, but you have to be in awe of him and his power, and you have to fear that he ever turned that power against you, or if you choose wrong and you choose the side of Satan. Because the wrath of God has to be much more terrible than the wrath of Satan. And I think during the end times, we're going to see Satan on this earth devouring people like a lion. And then I think we're going to see a lot of wrath of God. And there are people out there that have been saying that these tornadoes in the Midwest that hit Kentucky and parts of Nebraska and Arkansas and just that whole general region, weather is just the strangest they'd ever seen for this time of year. Matter of fact, when I heard there was tornadoes in my home state of Nebraska in December, I laughed. I said, oh, you know, that's a good one. They said, no, there were really tornadoes. And there were. Lots of people had a lot of damage. And then in Kansas, the winds were ripping through there, and the wildfires were moving faster than most of the firemen had ever seen fire move. And I guess that the winds that have been recorded raging across the middle part of the United States has set a record for the most hurricane-force winds to ever be in the United States. 
And so could that be the wrath of God? I don't know. But I know that the island of La Palma is just a huge volcano. I've seen so many pictures from that. I would not want to be anywhere near that island. And there's earthquakes in California. There's a lot of things out there that you might consider the wrath of God. And you couple that with all of the unrest and all the tyranny that's going on. And I've always been perplexed by one part of the Bible where it said that the second coming of Jesus, before the second coming of Jesus, there would be wars and rumors of wars, among other things. And I never was able to understand why God would include rumors of war in that sentence. Because if you have wars, aren't wars worse than rumors of wars? So I was always puzzled by that. Now, since God said it, I believe it. But I was always puzzled of why that was there. And I do believe that God has revealed to me why that's in the Bible. Because I think this psychological operation that's happening against us, that's trying to keep us scared, trying to keep us in our house, trying to make us depressed, if you have rumors of wars, it just adds to the fire. So I think the rumors of war that's in the Bible has a lot to do with psychological warfare. Because there will be wars. There's always been wars on this planet. But people are very fearful of the unknown. And rumors of wars all over the world, it would be terrifying. And in the last days, you're going to see all these evil things happen. And we're seeing evil things happen now. And we're hearing all sorts of rumors of wars between China and Taiwan and Russia and Ukraine. And I've seen videos of Russian tanks and Russian military mobilized and moving. And I've seen videos of American tanks in Europe, convoys of them, and also trainloads of tanks. And so the rumor is, is that we're about ready to go to war with Russia. But see, is that rumor a PSYOP? I don't know. And these videos I saw were not date stamped. I didn't know the location, and I don't know the date in which they were recorded. They might have been 10-year-old videos that they just put out to try to scare people. But I know the part about rumors of wars is very terrifying. And so what I'm going to tell everybody is to keep your eyes open. But if you hear rumors of wars, know that that might have just been said to terrify you. But right now, our news media is doing everything in their power to terrify you. They're lying to you, and the things they should be telling you, they're omitting. And if you dare question any of the narrative that's put out by the satanic cultists that are the New World Order, One World Government, globalists, if you say anything against them, well then somehow you're evil and you're bad. And so we live in a very crazy time. And I know lots of people are depressed. Personally, I know several people that are so depressed that they can't hardly function. And that's really sad that we have people that are just so scared that they can't function. But there's a lot of things we can do to help these people. These people who are depressed generally are awake and they do see what's happening. They just feel helpless and feel like there's nothing they can do about it. And when I come back on part two, I'll pick up where I left off. Thank you, Jim. You know, friends, I don't know what I would do without Jim Calhoun doing and helping me each week during this time that we are in Florida. A lot of technical work on a project to increase the reach of shortwave. It's going a little bit slower than I anticipated for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm not as young as I used to be when I did a lot of this work as my full-time job. And there have been some shipping delays along the way and, and other things that get in the middle of it, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, and now we have New Year coming up. But we are making progress a little bit at a time, and it's, it's going in the correct direction. I'll tell you more about it in a few days. 
tomorrow and and again Friday and then into next week, we're going to start looking how the COVID narrative is is just falling apart. I mean, it is literally just falling apart. How is CNN going to explain this uh, to their beloved listeners that they got it wrong? How is Joe Biden going to explain that it's not going to be uh, as he promised, a a winter of darkness, sickness, and death. I just don't see it happening. Now, as we come to the end of this month and the end of this year, hard to believe we're going to be entering another year, 2022. And we want to make sure that we have all of our radio bills paid. If you can help us in any way, would you consider a gift to our ministry? You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That is Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is Truth to Ponder. That is Truth to Ponder. And you can mail it to 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. Number 3248. That's our secure box. We're using this system while we do all this travel so the mail will catch up. And the city is in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That's 32536. And we'll thank you in advance for your support of the radio program Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Beerman. Do you know that God wants you to celebrate a mixed-up New Year? Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection. And get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on a special free gift in a moment. Now, when is the real biblical New Year's Day? Well, you've heard that the Jewish New Year's is in September. The Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah, right? Not really. Rosh Hashanah doesn't mean Feast of Trumpets. It means Head of the Year, the New Year. So Rosh Hashanah is known as the Jewish New Year, and Jewish people greet each other on Rosh Hashanah saying, L'Shanah of a Happy New Year. It's only one problem. The Feast of Trumpets, or Rosh Hashanah, takes place in the seventh month of the Jewish year. The seventh month! That's a strange place to put a New Year celebration. Well... God mixed it all up. In Exodus 12, he made the old seventh month the new New Year's, and the old New Year's the new seventh month. Rosh Hashanah, the new year in the seventh month, testifies that God wants his people to celebrate a mixed up new year. And you too have to learn that secret. See, God wants his people to learn how to celebrate at the wrong time. In the nighttime, he wants you to celebrate the morning. When you're persecuted, you're to leap for joy. When you're weak, you're to celebrate strength. When you're poor, celebrate riches. When you're alone, celebrate his fellowship. When you're in bondage, when you're in trouble, when you're hated, you're to celebrate freedom and peace and love in faith. And in the face of death, you're to celebrate his life. Learn the secret of Rosh Hashanah, the mixed up new year. Don't wait for the right time to celebrate. Celebrate and it'll become the right time. Don't wait to have the blessings to celebrate. Celebrate and you will have God's blessings. You want a reason to celebrate? Celebrate in God and you'll have it. Celebrate today. Why? Because it's totally the wrong time and that's the time to celebrate. Happy New Year's. Want more? Ask for the mixed up New Year's. Now the free gift for you. What if you discover the place where the Ark of the Covenant was. Well, a newly revealed ancient discovery just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. It's our free gift to you and Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins guaranteed to revitalize your walk or a free New Testament. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's all you do. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll be blessed. But call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the Jewish people brought you the blessings of salvation. I invite you to join with me to bring it back to them. To bless those who blessed you and to reach the unreached peoples from every nation, just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy, at Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. It's the nice Jewish boy. It's Box 1111 in Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, zip 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Tikvatenu, our hope. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of the Wednesday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman, along with our guest host today, Jim Calhoun. 
Now, before Jim comes back, I want to mention a couple of other things that are on my mind. How are you listening to Truth Ponder? I'm beginning to get people that are letting me know they're hearing the 9455 frequency on shortwave from WRMI. Granted, it's very late at night. It's 2 o'clock in the morning Eastern, 11 o'clock on the West Coast. If you can hear it there, let me know. And I think we're also now on a couple of other frequencies. I'm going to try to confirm all of that by tomorrow. I know our regular broadcast is heard every day, 5 p.m. Eastern, on 5950 uh, kilohertz from WRMI. Then again, it's 6 p.m. Eastern, which is 5 Central, on 9395. And then at night... We basically have Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern time on 5950. And there'll be some other airings to be sharing with you in the in the not-too-distant future. Send me an email, bob at truththenumber2ponder.com, bob at truththenumber2ponder.com, and, and let me know how you're listening, whether it's on shortwave, maybe from Delta, Utah, on AM540, or maybe just as a podcast. All of this information is important. Once again, Bob at Truth, the number two ponder.com. And now here's Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. And welcome to part two of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Beerman. And once again, I just got to tell you how excited I am for what Bob is doing. And I'm so thankful that I can sit in and guest host to give him some extra time to devote to his ministry. I know that Truth to Ponder is a big part of his ministry, but it's just a part of it. I truly feel that God has given Bob a vision and a direction on how this ministry can expand and can reach many more people. And since we're heading into a brand new year, I'm going to talk about the year 2022 and some things that I think that you need to look for and some things I think you need to watch out for, and some things I think you need to gravitate towards. What I've been hearing from different people sometimes is conflicting. Some people think that this will happen. Other people think that that will happen. And maybe neither will happen. On the latest episode of my show, which is called the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show, I did a whole show on what I think is going to happen in 2022 and ways to prepare for that. And so if you're a survivalist, if you want to learn what I think you need to do, I went in depth on several things. All you have to do is go to PodPoint and just do a search on that site for the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. And that show was dated 12-26-2021. So if you want to have an in-depth look at what I think you should do 2022, please check out my program. Because God has put it on my heart to help people. And I know that I'm helping some people. I'm getting some cards and letters from listeners. And I want to tell those people, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have no idea how much you touch me. The same goes for Bob Bierman. If Bob is reaching you and touching you with Truth to Ponder, please let him know. Let him know how you're hearing his program, whether on shortwave or podcast or or wherever you hear it, and encourage Bob. And if you can, send him a donation to help his ministry. But I know how I feel when I get cards and letters. It just makes me feel like, yes, I do matter. I am doing something. Because God put it on my heart so strong that I had to do something. But God did not tell me what to do. He put it on my heart. You have to get up. You have to do something. You can't just sit there. You have to do something. Every day. And I know I was driving some people nuts because I was saying, I'm watching my country being torn apart. I'm watching my God being mocked. I'm watching Christians being locked out of churches. I'm seeing tyranny all over the world. I've got to do something. I've got to do something. That was just constant, day by day. And I didn't know what to do. So I dabbled in this and dabbled in that and actually got no traction. But I still had this 
feeling in my spirit, you've got to do something, you've got to do something. And I have to admit that maybe I was pushing too hard to do something when I should have been listening. Because like I said in the first part of the program, sometimes God has to smack me up alongside the head before he gets my attention. And how I got associated with Bob Bierman was such a smack in the head. I had some things that I was going to try that failed in a big way immediately. And I knew at that point God was shutting a door. And so I was obedient and said, okay, I know God's shutting the door to what I was going to do. And within a day or two, I start getting acquainted with Bob Bierman. And after we visited, I think we both knew that God had his hand in it. And I feel very strong right now that I am doing what God wants me to do. Because I no longer have that, I've got to do something, I've got to do something. I don't have that feeling anymore. But I do have the feeling that I have to continue to help people. In Bob's show, Truth to Ponder, its whole reason for existing is to serve God and to serve you and to help. I just feel so blessed that I'm able to reach out and try to help. And one of the things that God has put on my heart to tell everybody for 2022 is to have everyone prepare. That's what I'm getting in my spirit really hard. It's not so much to prepare with food and things like that, but it's the little things. And this has really been laid on my heart. So this is what I'm going to share with you on Truth to Ponder that has something in common with my show as far as my topic. But I feel so strong about this that it bears repeating on this episode of Truth to Ponder. In this age of computers, we have to understand that we're open to all sorts of things that can happen as far as hard drives crashing or data being lost or if we have an EMP attack and everything just gets fried or if our satellites get attacked and the cloud goes away. Or There's a lot of things that can happen. If it's just online, it can go away in a millisecond and you'll never know what happened to it. It's just gone. So it's been put on my heart to tell everybody that they need to back everything up. And you need to back things up on memory sticks. And I recommend backing things up in triplicate and putting your backups in different places. And I think that things that are very dear to you, like family photographs and heirloom documents, you need to copy those out. Get physical copies, again, in triplicate, and put them in different places. Because if we have an EMP attack, which I think if there is a war, I'm not saying there's going to be, but if there's going to be a war with Russia or between China and Taiwan, whatever, if there is a war that breaks out in this modern age, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to take out communication. They're going to try to take computers out. They're going to try to disrupt everything with an EMP attack. And I truly believe that. And I believe that to the point that I need to tell my audience to back everything up. And not only would I back everything up, I'd store things away in a Faraday cage. And a Faraday cage is simply a metal box that's insulated on the inside. And what I mean by insulated, it has to be electrically non-conductive. You need to line the inside of the first box with a material that will not conduct electricity and put it in another metal box. And the items that you put inside the insulated first metal box, you wrap those in aluminum foil. You have this item in aluminum foil inside your insulated first box. You place this metal box into another metal box. That should keep your items safe. So if you store your hard drive on several memory sticks, your Faraday cage can be really small. And it will survive if we do have an EMP event. And we have to remember that the largest EMP event we've ever had that was caused by a solar flare, and that was back in the 1800s. And if my memory serves me correct, 
of what I've heard of that event actually melted telegraph wires and warped railroad tracks. So the natural power of the sun could also come down and fry your electronics. And to be on the safe side, all your documents, the deeds, your car titles, everything that you hold dear to you that you have to have, legal documents, I would have those printed out physically. Because I think you can never be too safe when it comes to storing your information. And with that said, I think you should also have in your Faraday cage should be a functional laptop computer. That way, if an EMP attack does ruin your computer, what good are your memory sticks if you can't retrieve them? One good thing you could do for a Faraday cage for larger items is an old freezer or an old refrigerator and store your items in that and put this refrigerator or freezer inside a tin building. And if you want to further protect it, you could put a metal box around your refrigerator or freezer while inside the tin building. And that should keep everything safe. Now, when it comes to cell phones, if we have a war or an event like that, your cell phones will cease to function. But you don't want to lose the information that's in your cell phone, all of your phone numbers and your contacts. So what I recommend is that you buy a cheap flip phone, just something you can store phone numbers in. And make sure you have a charger for it and it's a complete phone. You go ahead and program it. You don't have to use it, but program it with all the information and put that in your Faraday cage. That way, when we come out on the other side of this, you'll have a lot of your information still intact. And again, I would print out on paper all of your contacts, all of your phone numbers, and I would put those in three separate places because you could still lose everything. The chances are you ever needing the second location is remote. And I would say the chances of needing a third location is extremely remote. But there are those among us that that third place will be the only one that will survive. And so I'm trying to help everybody. Make sure these places are good, clean, dry places, that the temperature won't get extreme, either hot or cold. And I also recommend that you continue to build a physical library of physical books. I know that they're hard to store. They take up lots of space. But I think we're going to be coming to a time where we're going to have to rely on technology that has been pretty well superseded. Now, me personally, I don't consider myself a survivalist. I consider myself a survivor. And I have an extensive library. I have ways to communicate different technology for several generations back. And I think there may come a time where shortwave radio and ham radio is going to be our only ways of communicating. Because let's face it, the mainstream corporate media that own and control all of the networks are corrupt. So even if we can hear the mainstream media, they may not be telling us the truth. So I think it's a distinct possibility that the only place you're going to hear real truth is going to be on shortwave radio. And I also think that radio communications, such as ham radio, and in some cases, locally, CB radios, might be our only means of communicating. And so I would put inside my Faraday cage a CB radio. And also in my Faraday cage would be a shortwave radio. And any other electronic communications devices that you think you might need whether they be simple handheld walkie-talkies, anything like that. If God is putting it on your heart to prepare, then this is a great place to start because it's very easy to wipe out all of your electronics. They could do it with one well-placed detonation up in the atmosphere, can take everything you have electronically away from you. And if you think you would like to hear more of my opinions on how to survive in 2022, please visit my show, The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. But with that said, I am so happy that you're a Truth to Ponder listener. Because as people like Bob Bierman, who bring us the truth, 
that actually makes a difference. And I'm an avid listener of Truth to Ponder. When I'm not behind this microphone, I'm listening to Bob Bierman. And so I hope that when I fill in and host Truth to Ponder, I really do hope that you benefit from some of the things that I say. I know that some of you may be feeling a lot of hopelessness and a lot of fear. And you may not think there's anything that we can do. But there is something we can all do. It's called prayer. And there's nothing more powerful that we can do as humans is pray. I know this because the only reason that I'm alive today is the power of prayer. There were so many prayers said for me that I actually felt the prayers. My whole spirit was soothed and calmed. And I felt that God was protecting me, like I was immersed in the love of God. And that's how I felt the prayers. And the reason I had so many prayers is I was in a horrible car accident. And there's no medical reason I'm alive. So I'm a walking miracle. And not only did God give me that miracle, he let me know that it was him that gave me that miracle. And he let me feel the power of prayer. But the power of prayer is like nothing else. And so I would ask all the Truth to Ponder listeners, please pray. And not only pray, believe that God will answer those prayers. I'm not calling myself a great prayer warrior, because I don't think I am. I've known some people who are just amazing prayer warriors, because they understand the power of prayer beyond even what I understand it to be. And I'm in awe of these people. And so we need the prayer warriors. And if you're not a prayer warrior, I would ask that you would become one, because the world needs prayer warriors. The world needs to see the light that we possess through Jesus Christ. And the last thing that I'm going to touch on is that I think we all need to reach out to fellow Christians, fellow believers. I think it's time that we organize and start helping each other. Not only financially, but physically and spiritually. In any way that we can help each other, we need to do that. People have asked me, well, what do you think is going to happen in 2022? Well, I really don't know. And I don't want to predict anything. But there is one thing that I think is undeniable. That the problems of 2020, they went into 2021 and they joined forces. And as we go into 2022, none of those issues have been resolved. Not one of them. So 2022 is going to bring its own problems. But both 2020 and 2021 are tagging along into this new year. And so 2022 is already encumbered by the issues of the last two years not being resolved. And so I personally feel that 2022 is going to be a year where things come to a head. And by that, do I mean huge disasters or everything turn out in a very good way? I don't know, but my spirit tells me to prepare and to help other people prepare. And so my spirit is telling me that things are going to get rough. I hope I'm wrong, but I want to tell everybody, please prepare. And as I stated earlier in this show, we need prayer warriors. We need you to pray. Make sure that prayer is a priority in your life. Because only through the power of prayer are we going to get through this. And are we headed to the Great Tribulation? I don't know. But could we be? Yes, we could be. Or no, we may not be. But there is a possibility. Because my understanding of the book of Revelation and Daniel and the Bible in general, there's a lot of prophecies being fulfilled right now. And there's lots of particulars that really fit this time period. That this be the time of the tribulation. But I'm not sure. But I'm going to stand on this. When the tribulation starts, we're going to know it. We're not going to have to guess about it. 
And so personally, I don't think we're in the tribulation right now, but I really do feel we're leading into it, that it could start at any time. And so I'm going to tell all the listeners, watch several things very closely in 2022. Keep an eye on Russia and Ukraine. That might end up being a horrible war that's going to draw in many other countries. And that might even usher in a world war. Same way it could be said with China and Taiwan. Keep an eye on what's happening there. And we always have to watch the Middle East. So I would watch what's happening in Iran. I think those three places are hot spots that we all need to watch. But don't watch them in a spirit of fear. Watch them to stay informed, but not in the spirit of fear. Because we cannot live in a spirit of fear. Because that's no way to live. God did not create us to live in a spirit of fear. The Bible says, fear not. And so we need to fear not. And I'd like to thank Bob Behrman for having me guest host again. I always enjoy coming on Truth to Ponder. And again, thank you to those who have written me. I really appreciate it. And remember, contact Bob Beerman and let him know how much you appreciate him and Truth to Ponder. And so until next time, be well, be safe, be prepared, but most of all, replace fear with faith. And once again, thank you, Jim Calhoun, for for rescuing me and, and coming to the microphone today to help produce this program so I can have the time for these other work projects. As you talked about, when is it time to, to move on when you can't help other people? It's something that I, I faced in my ministry as a church pastor many, many years ago, early in my ministry. And I had a friend who was, of all things, an independent Baptist preacher in Englewood, Florida. He's since passed away a number of years ago. But one time, we had lunch together. I did some engineering work for a radio station which he was involved with. And I was sharing with him a dilemma that I had with, with a few people in my congregation that were, honestly, very much troublemakers. Hate to admit it, but it does happen in a church. And I, I said, what do you do, brother, with, with someone like that? He said, let me, let me tell you something I've learned in 40-some-odd years of ministry. Only God can add by subtraction. And I had to think about that a little bit. Only God can add by subtraction. And I decided not to waste my time with these people anymore, not to try to keep them happy and not talk about certain things. I just plowed ahead. Now, those troublemakers of their own accord left the church. But the funny thing is, when they left the church, a number of new people on board with the ministry and mission of our congregation found us. You're right. Only God can add by subtraction. And the church experienced, after the troublemakers were gone, an incredible period of growth. That should be a lesson for us, even in our daily lives. If people want to believe lies, you, you can only go so far to show them the truth. Then all you can do is pray and leave it in the hands of God and His Holy Spirit. Period. There's no sense wasting time. Even the disciples, when they were sent out, the first group that Jesus raised up, around 70 or 72, sent out two by two to be forerunners, If the message is not received, kick off the dust and move on. And and those are words we need to remember for ourselves today. Now, our time is just about up for today's broadcast. If you can help us with the January bills, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, our mailing address, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. It's number 3248. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. We are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Zip code is 32536. That's zip code again, 32536. We will be back with a whole new episode tomorrow on Truth to Ponder. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number 2, 
and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world. The best way to get ready for spring is with a trip to Stop and Shop. Right now, you can get all the items you need to start the season off right, like fresh fruits and veggies, meal solutions from the helpful chef, and kid-friendly recipes. Fill your cart at stopandshop.com.